Let me tell you why you're here. What can I do for you? Well, I'm looking for a white rabbit. So, um, white rabbit. This movement is growing. We have an army of digital soldiers. Digital soldiers with irregular warfare at its finest. Digital soldiers. That story will continue to be told here. Welcome, fellow troopers, to another episode of White Rabbit. We have what we call citizen journalists. Digital soldiers. Welcome back, fellow truthers, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones. Tonight's guest co-host is Sean Chris from Kill the Mockingbirds podcast. You might know his music. You might know his podcast. You might know his shit posting on Instagram. Whatever you know him as, I know him as a dope-ass motherfucker. What is up, Sean? Shit, just chilling, man. You know, Thursday, Friday's Eve. <laughs> That's how I do it, man. Friday's Eve, you got to celebrate. I celebrate every week, man. As soon as the weekend comes, I got the weekends off. So That's why I just I work for the weekends. <laughs> yeah, me too. Damn. <clears throat> Hopefully we can change that soon. Yes, sir. So our guest tonight is none other than the amazing Texas QD. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, you see her dope-ass TikTok videos on Instagram, her insightful extremely insightful rants sometimes when she goes live she's just pushing truth out there as hard as she knows how to do and she has bigger balls than most of you motherfucking men out here trying to act like you got something so i would just like to welcome to the show i would say former marine but you guys are always a marine if i if i'm not mistaken welcome to the show well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you very much for having me back. It was such a badass time with you previous time, so why not come back for another one? Greets and friends out there all around the world, coast to coast, and if you're listening from outside of the continent of the U.S., welcome, and just know that you are important, and what you're doing is important, and you are not alone, and you are not crazy. Well said. Well, some of them are crazy. Some of them listen to this shit just They're so they functioning can see crazy. <laughs> they're functioning crazy. Just like Marines, we're a functioning type of crazy. We're also functioning alcoholics, but that's not the hero there. <laughs> that's what's up. Hey, uh, my uh, awesome guest co-host tonight, Mr. Chris, would you like to kick it off with a sample we discussed? Yeah, that I believe her name is Lauren. I got to put up right here. Bobbert, awesome. B-O-E-B-E-R-T. I can't say her last name. Oh, Bobert. Bobert, there you go. Yeah, Lauren Bobert. So here's a little clip from uh, that little hearing they had yesterday to censor uh, gas. What's it? That have weird ass names now, man. I'll be. Democrat policies are so pathetic and have done so poorly that the left has nothing else to do but troll the internet looking for ways to get offended and then try to target members and strip them of their committees. This is a dumb waste of the House's time. But since. The speaker has designated the floor to discuss members' inappropriate actions, shall we? The Jihad Squad member from Minnesota has paid her husband, and not her brother husband, the other one, over a million dollars <laughs> in campaign funds. This member is allowed on the Foreign Affairs Committee while praising terrorists. A Democrat chairwoman incited further violence in the streets outside of a courthouse. And then the cherry on top, my colleague and three-month presidential candidate from California, who is on the Intelligence Committee, 
slept with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Let me say that again. A member of Congress who receives classified briefings was sleeping with the enemy. This is unacceptable. And this would never be expired. Gentleman from Florida. (laughs) She says, and not your brother husband. (laughs) Yeah. You know, one thing I do love, and I feel like I have to say this, a lot of real conservative women, and I say real ones because there are a lot of fake ones out there. There's a lot of lukewarm ones out there. The real patriotic conservative woman will say whatever the fuck's on her mind and she will not censor herself. And she doesn't care who's listening. She doesn't care if she's by herself or not. She will let you know. And I have a lot of respect for, you know, that amazing woman from Colorado. So I feel like if anything, a lot of these people, they are weak and there's a selective few that are up there still fighting the good fight. Well, I don't know if you've ever been to Oakland, California, but um, it does not, it does not matter if you're left or right. All those women are very strong and will speak their mind when you don't want them to. (laughs) Like, I think it's funny what she said. Don't get me wrong. I cracked up. Like, it's funny when she goes her brother, brother, like, like her, not her husband, brother. Like, that's funny. Right. But all I see to me is more theater. Right. Like, okay, so what did you do? Right. You're not accomplishing anything. You're, you're trying to hype it up so you can get on Hannity. What she do? She got on Hannity tonight or last night or something like that, right? It's all this me, me, me. Same thing with journalists uh, and politicians. They both, instead of going to like, hey, we're here helping the people. We're part of like, we're a tool of the people to do this, to get you information, or we're here to help you get this passed and blah, blah, blah. Right. That facade has even broken down completely where it's become straight show, reality TV. How, how can I, oh, I can, I'm going to one up there. Oh, we dunked on them. Like, yeah. Like we got them, but then nothing really happens. Nothing changes. Same thing when we see like the tech guys go in front of uh you know the Senate and they're rah 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 rah. Then what happens? Nothing more punishment on us. Like you know what I mean? We're censored more. Or it, it it's just like that's what's disappointing to me is like it's funny. I'm glad it's cool that she says it, but I'm like, what is it really accomplishing? It's not uniting us. It's it's furthering the divide and and giving us more theater to where we can rally behind somebody, but it's not anything real like i'm not saying that she's feel, not real I she can feel, really feel that way but right i'm saying this it's just a facade where it's for her for her own benefit i get your point chris but i would say that if they didn't make it like so spectacular and uh, theatric um then it would still be flying under the radar so at least they're bringing eyeballs to it that normally wouldn't be paying attention to politics in general at all right so that video gets some gets some airway yeah she gets on hannity and then people are going to start asking about the things that she's saying in that rant maybe they'll dig maybe somebody that wasn't going to before starts to dig down and we all know that once we wake one person up that one person wakes up 100 people and each one of those 100 people they wake up wakes up 100 people so i don't feel it's all for nothing yeah i agree and i think you also have to look at it from the perspective of no matter what and i've noticed in this movement if you get traction if you resonate with the people and you are successful at it, and you blow up more and more and more and more, aren't there always gonna be people out there that question your validity and question your legitimacy because they see you as now a celebrity? When in reality, that's not what you set out to do. But a lot of people that set out to do this do become part of the deep state that went into this with good intentions. Now, I don't know if Nancy Pelosi ever had good intentions, but she ran on the same fucking shit that Donald Trump did saying drain the swamp. Yeah. I mean, I believe it's the same thing that happens in Hollywood. Not all of them that go to Hollywood expected to sell their souls for fame and fortune. Not all of them did. 
So yes, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but you have to put yourself in their position because it's very easy for us to sit here and point at anybody, whether it's another, another patriot, whether it's another friend, whatever. It's so easy for us to point the finger and say, well, you're not doing this and you're not doing that and you do this and you do that and you follow this person. But yet we're not asking ourselves, what the hell am I doing? Why am I sitting here creating more drama instead of trying to fix the problem? Maybe I've lost the whole concept of where we go when we go all instead of this person is not that much of a, of a friend because they have loyalties with this. Well, why are we blaming people for the past mistakes? Very true. <clears throat> but I think back. it's different when you're talking about politicians, man. Politicians, they work for us and like we should demand. To me, politicians have been idolized for too long. It's been many years that I've seen people rocking like, uh, their favorite president, their favorite senator, like their name. That's not that's not what it's about. It's about them getting things done. And if you're not getting things done, then we are supposed to hold you accountable. And especially the people that we vote for, the people that we rally around, you have to hold those people to even higher standard because no, they are using your name. You know what I mean? No, and I understand that. But you got what I said misconstrued. Not every single person that we have there now is a politician. Not all sure. of them. So I understand, yes, definitely hold people accountable. I'm not saying that we shouldn't. However, what I'm saying is you can't just group every single one of them into that same bracket. Because for a lot of people, them not being politicians and them not coming up in that realm, that's why they have an outside perspective. And that's why a lot of them got elected. But I'm um, saying most, like what she did exactly. Selected. What, why did she do that? Did she, do, did she go, hey, you know what? I'm going to say that. Because you could tell the way she orchestrated it and the way that she laid it out because she could have just started talking about like uh, the whole spy, you know, like sleeping with the spy right away. She she set it up so it could be she, a punchline, so it can be yeah. a show, a charade. That, that's what that's how you can see it. Like no, you're like, trying no, to stand dude, out. Not, I get you. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not. Disagreeing and then you're with you saying like, I'm not you, but I'm you go for it. No, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I'm not disagreeing with you. You're right. I do believe a lot of things that we see are definitely they're personified in such a way and they're censored to be they're centered. Excuse me. Centered, censored shit censored all the damn time it's centered in such a way to grab your attention because it is entertainment i agree with you i did not disagree i am simply just saying that insinuating or trying to say that well what are you really doing i'm just saying that not every single person that's going into this is giving us theater not every single one and i understand and i can see your perspective and i can see Sure. Yeah. I heard a lot of people was like there, there. There's a lot of people that spoke that day. Right. A lot of people said some good stuff. But yeah. what's the one that everybody was talking about? That was one because it was because the same thing like 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 Marjorie Taylor Greene. I know a lot of people like her. I call her the a she's the Republican AOC. It's the same thing. Like it's like you're yeah, like you're just you're, you're using it. And I'm not saying that they're and I'm not necessarily that they don't have good intentions. I'm sure they do. But the problem is, is that people are still suckered into this indoctrination of this two-party system. I'm red, I'm blue, I'm red, I'm blue. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's, so that's not the, the thing. Right now. And but, sometimes but, you have to play with the best But you can't you play got. their game. And, and, but we keep, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result, right? And that's yes. what we've been doing my whole life. I'm 38 years old and I've, and I've seen this same, and it's like, dude. We're going to do this again. The same polarizing figure. This hero comes, swoops in, saves the day, and then boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, okay, that's not cool. it. We're the hero. Yeah, no, and I totally get it. But here's my question, though. If a lot of these things were not so theatricized, they were, it's not, excuse me, theatrical as hell, then would any of us really be talking about it? Hell no. They're using it 
as a tool to get you to talk about it. It's no different than our fucking memes we make. It's no different than any fire ass shorts we make or when we talk shit or we shit post. It's because we're trying to get your attention to get you to look at the bigger picture. Yeah, I get it. It's very frustrating to see the same plot, the same movie. It's just a shitty reboot. I get it. I do. But I can also see that they're just using the same tactics that the creators of this matrix, matrix, the cabal, they're just using their same tools against them in order to get you to understand that this is a real thing. Now, not, all of, us, not all of us have the same mindset as you. You and I do not have the same mindset. Sure. Not everyone has awakened in the same capacity. Not everyone has the same set of eyes to see things. But this is one of those things where sometimes being the most theatrical and either way, whether they're theatrical or the Democrats are, it gets you to look. And that's the point. You're saying they've been infiltrated with actually good people that don't necessarily right or left, but they have to call themselves right because that's who's going to identify with the patriotic movement the most right now. And um, Q always said that that what makes a good movie is is good actors. Exactly. I just but you're right. I believe Q's a psyop, though. Like I've always thought that. Like, well, from, course, you know what I mean? Of course, it's a. It, of course, it's a. Psyop. It's a Cass Sunstein. It, it a is Cass a psycho, It's a psychological. And that's manipulation, and that's manipulation, and and and, and that's the thing. It's like Sean. Like, everything. I don't want to. I don't want to get into debate, but everything is manipulation, bro. Like your interaction with everybody is some sort of a manipulation. Tell me, I'm wrong. <laughs> well, okay, that's that's true, but there's a difference between like weaponizing manipulation to where you're furthering aside like the q's intention is to is to draw a line in the sand to now you have two polarizing sides they created the one polarizing side during the obama administration and they needed a you need an enemy you know what i mean you well that's like when it got solidified after the occupy wall street movement after that broke up those fragmented into the Proud Boys, into these other libertarians, into a lot of people following Ron Paul, into Antifa's, into BLM. You know what I'm saying? These shattered into these pieces. And if you think that BLM, <laughs> uh, the Proud Boys, any of that is some sort of new idea, you're sadly mistaken. Maybe they were just no. called by different names and maybe you just didn't know that they existed. No, oh, no I, 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 of Sean's course. Well it, aware. Yeah. No, I understand that there, but that I'm just talking about from that movement because at that time in Occupy Wall Street, when Occupy Wall Street was going on, right? Mm -hmm. Every, the, the whole point was people were getting together, was getting unified, but then they started splitting it with ide identity politics, which has been played before. I'm just saying in the recent, I'm saying that uh, putting There's up the timeline, timeline so they separated it. them into identity politics, which shattered into these groups and these groups already exist, but I'm saying people push these people to make them have more numbers, have more people. And what I'm saying is that's how I feel like the same thing with the Q movement. It's like you you awaken people, you give people some truth so that they can have something to write on because you can't give them just lies because you're going to see through it because most of the people are well-informed and trying to stay on it, right? Cass Sunstein wrote a paper in 2008 and he talked about uh, cognitive infiltration, infiltrating the, the uh, uh, what's it called? The 9-11 inside, uh, uh, inside job movement on online uh social media, whatever, right? Chat boards. And what they would do is they would reverse the messages and give you some stuff and try to infiltrate it. And that's what I see in it. And it's the same thing as like the dove of oneness, these things that we see, because now we're divided even more, right? Because we're already, you're seeing people that are just like, oh man, I'm tired of this. These, these motherfuckers acting like this. So you're seeing something that you can rally behind. And now you have, and, and in reality, all it is is polarizing the other side. CIA 101, you get one side, create the other side. 
let them clash, collapses. Now we rebuild. All right, That's check this I out, Sean. Q, Q's job is already done. It, it's done. It Okay, I'm going to tell you this. If it wasn't for Q, you and I would not know each other. I would not know QD. Sean, me and you would just be some fucking random people still uh, trying to fucking post tinfoil hat stories, awakening people with no following whatsoever. And what Q did is it introduced all of us together and it created a force of digital soldiers. Whether you're a Q follower or not, you still saw validity in what's going on. And Q brought me to you, bro, because I would not know in you if it wasn't for James and I wouldn't have known no, no, James you brought, it for you Q. brought yourself to, to, to this. I brought myself to this. It just so happens that there was another thing. Like that doesn't I mean just, just because it didn't like go exactly, just because it, it didn't catapult. go exactly how they planned it. I, I understand that it can be, there's silver linings. There's things that don't go the exact way you plan it. I'm saying that this is what their plan was. That doesn't mean that it went correctly. I, I just don't see, like, even, like, furthermore, like, I was posting about that whole Flynn clip where he's talking about we should be a one religion country. And that, like, what's all that talk about? Because that's not unifying. Why are why are people not unifying? And I'm not talking about the left I haven't, the I right. haven't seen that clip. Do you happen to have it on? I don't have it on deck, but I have it on my page and everything. Where he talks about it was at that uh, uh, awakening rally. He was in San Antonio. Yeah, James was just there. But what I'm saying is he's talking about, he says this country, and he's talking about Christianity. And it's fine. Like, anybody can be any religion they want. Whatever they want, I, I, I'm all for freedom and liberty, right? That's always been my thing. And, and the power in the people, because the people are the power. But what I'm saying is that when we have these groups or side to tribes, that's what it becomes. And we got to break away from that. If Cool. If you got some information, I'm not saying don't look at it. Any information. I listen to CNN. CNN's bullshit. But there's information there, right? I'm not saying that there's no information in Q. I'm just saying be aware of what these things are and the traps that lie within them. No, I I. I agree to a point but i think you're totally missing the point that i was trying to make is if it wasn't for q so many people would not be awake right now and we wouldn't have this movement that we have and, and yeah there's fighting and stupid shit happening within the movement um but I, all i'm saying is we would just be out there yelling in the fucking woods by ourselves now we actually have a gang of motherfuckers willing to get together and yell together we don't always agree on everything like me and you we don't agree on on flat earth me and you don't agree on q however you have to you have to acknowledge the fact that if there was not a q then we would not have the number in people and we wouldn't have been able to come together because one person can't win a football game, but once we get together as a team, then there's, then there's hope to be had. Definitely. I agree. I mean, I could definitely, I can see, I can see both sides. Um, but yes, definitely. All he's just trying to tell you is that it did its job, regardless of whether you agree why it exists or not, it still did a job. Sure. And I agree. I can agree with that. But the, the problem is the mindset of the follower, right? What's so the problem with mindset with certain people a follower no follow like being a follower like following things like because you could see when people parrot just like on the wokeness and the, and the left side people parrot and they parrot the same because i i argue with with everybody right you know what i mean i get into it like people don't agree with me like right. not necessarily arguing that's what i love what, about you you play devil's advocate <laughs> on both sides so I, and, I love but it. what i'm saying is i get i get a lot i see a lot of the same characteristics on both <laughs> sides is there is there people good on both sides yeah of course like is there people that are very 
knowledgeable and have a lot of great information. Yes, I agree with that. But there's also a lot of this follower mentality of I'm just trying to be a part of something. And that's the things that people need to be scared of, because what I'm saying is to get to this great reset, they have to make things collapse. Right. And you have to make the West collapse. You can't. Nobody's going to ever be able to invade us. I'm telling you that. That's I know for a fact nobody is going to ever be able to invade us. But you can make us implode from within. And how do you make somebody implode? You, 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 you have us going at each other. You know what point. I mean? And, and I'm not saying that it, it's that Q created that. I'm not, I'm just trying to like, I just try to focus on like, we the people, right? Like, so it can't be Democrat. It can't be Republican. We need new parties. If they're not talking about new parties, I'm not even trying to associate it with it because they're too tainted. The DNC and the RNC are way over bloated industries, monopolies on the, uh, uh, they have a monopoly on our political system and we need people to break away from that. Okay, well, the one thing I will tell you, I do agree with a lot of things that you do say that yes, there's there's tainted poisonous on both sides. Yes, of course there are. And that's with any system that has been around for so long and has not been held accountable. It's no different than the FBI, the DOJ, any of those alphabet agencies that have no one above them to oversee what they're doing. And if they do, it's just their buddies that are investigating themselves. You know, yeah, but what yeah. I am going to tell you is that unfortunately, you're never going to get rid of all of the followers. You are not. Sure. And I will tell you why you will not. The reason why you will not is that not every single person is meant to be a leader, my friend. Not at all. Because being a leader actually takes the courage to stand on your own, even if there's no one behind you. People love that courage and that strength. They are drawn to that, which is the main reason why, you know, the joke that I always tell people is that the reason why. You can trust a Marine with your life, but not your money or your wife. The reason why is because that loyalty and that courage stems from within you. And that is having the ability to say that, you know what, I'm going to go do the right thing. And I don't give a shit if you guys follow me or not. You are drawn to that. So the sad truth is that some people are always just meant to be followers, just like the whole, the, the whole premise behind you can't wake every single person up. They have to be willing to walk out of the matrix. Sure, but let me reiterate that like but okay sure there's gonna always be followers i i agree like of course because people not everybody people some people just want to be safe and they want to go with who they think is going to make them the safest right like whether it's blue team red team but i'm saying like the leaders the main leaders that people are looking up to are are not are, are not going away from the establishment they're going to their own establishment it's like mafia wars right like what are they doing different like for instance, Trump and Obama, I don't see many differences just doing helping their different people. You know what I mean? Like we can go if you go Google right now or, or DuckDuckGo or whatever we do, we can find a list of things that people say positive that Obama did, a list of things positive Trump did and vice versa with negative. What I'm saying is that nothing fundamentally ever really changes. We still have uh, our our country is the most uh, has the most prison population out of on China, beyond India. And that's for, for decades. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, we, because obviously the prison system is privatized and it's just geared towards money. Right. Exactly. And, and yes. well, it, that's the whole in general. Everything is in this country, fucking country is geared towards money. And we have the greediest motherfuckers put there to run it. Money is and I think they use, and I think they use big issues, like for instance, like abortion, because it's become, a, they've made it such a huge polarizing issue that we can't even talk about it. it's either yes or no right like in for most of these issues and they make it like that so when we don't really get anything done because we're arguing about these things that like they are important but they're 
deeper than what this a yes and a no. You know what I mean? There's so there, there there's certain topics that we do have to analyze and we have to there's gray areas, not just black and white. You know what I mean? We have to look into like, well, there's circumstances, there's this and that. There's there's but, only there's only one gray area I see in abortion. And um, that is if the baby is starting to grow in the fallopian tubes instead of in in the mom where it's supposed to because then neither one of them are going to make it and at that point then yeah abort the baby you have to make a choice yeah okay what about what about what about this scenario then someone gets pregnant right they have a kid they have it because everybody tells them you can't get an abortion you have to have it the kid uh the mom becomes a, a drug addict the kid becomes in foster care constantly being abused back and forth now, what was a better situation for that kid? I'm not saying I, I'm not for abortion, but I'm saying that to say that there's not other arguments, there's tons of arguments. Well, there is. And I think that if you humanize, my, my answer to that would be um, adoption is is a very, very. No, 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 no. Out, but what like, I'm saying is like so many people that would love to have a kid that can't. That doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to treat that kid right. No, I'm saying you're like right, you're, you're right. That's you're, a crapshoot. But but don't <laughs> not give that person a chance. Why, why not give that person a chance in life? I, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't, right? I wouldn't like, I'm just you saying like, you shouldn't, me, you shouldn't punish the child because the parent, but what, what is, what is, what are people like, this is what I've told a lot of people too, was like, you'll see people go in front of a, a abortion clinic and they'll protest and call people murderers. But what, how come they're not building their own facilities that could be even more convenient? So people, because most people that are getting abortions, they, they paint it as, yes, they're selfish people that feel like, hey, their career, but they're also indoctrinated into this thought that like, hey, I, my career or a kid, they don't know what to pick, right? Or well, You just most, said it right there, brother, indoctrinated. Yeah, and but there's also a lot of scared people. A lot of the people are scared, whether it's because they think they're going to lose their boyfriend, whether they can't tell their parents, whether it's that they were raped or something, some kind of sexual assault happened. To the, those issues are, are if they, where are you going to go? All you know is Planned Parenthood. There's nowhere else. You could, you could say adoption. Where? You're going to go now you can Google stuff. I get that. But there's no place you can just walk to and feel secure that they, someone's going to help you and guide you into. But at Planned Parenthood, they do. So that's why it makes it easy for. So if people don't want abortion, how come they don't build something across the street? That's like, hey, don't go have that abortion. Come over here. We can help you out and we can figure it out for you. But they don't. They just protest. You're right. They should put a church across every abortion clinic. Do something. I mean, that way. I, and there is people. Girls, let me back when up. those there girls walk into a church, stuff, there is going to be they're going to get that same same love, and they're going to get that same same um, sense of I'm not alone, right? And then they're not going to have to face it on their own. And and if you child, raise the quality of life, will have a chance, right? Sure. I mean, um, I, I believe it's um. And I don't want to start quoting Bible scriptures here, but like it's very important because that's one of the biggest rabbit holes that there is in in our society, not just society in the human race is one of the biggest rabbit holes and one of the biggest conspiracies, whatever you want to call it. But there's validity in that book. Point is, you can't force in, anybody in the beginning of uh, the Luke book. It talks about when Mary's cousin got also got pregnant miraculously but she would she had a husband her husband was um not able to have kids however an angel came and spoke to him and said you're gonna have a kid um blah 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 her kid and jesus was six months apart i want to say don't quote me on that but anyways it said he will have the spirit of him when he is in the womb 
and Mary's cousin went to go visit Mary while Mary was pregnant with Jesus. And she felt while it was inside of her, right? So it was fetal still. And she was able to feel holiness just from them being together with inside. So there's life. There is life in there. I'm not disagreeing. I'm not pro. Like, I'm just saying that there's different ways to do it. Like, I just think that a lot of issues that we just argue about when we can really have a discussion about it and you can really change someone's mind. And I think it's because people draw their lines in the sand because no, it's been it's been indoctrinated into our head. Like, hey, you're either for abortion or you're against abortion. I, I don't want someone to have one. If someone asked me, hey, what should I do? I would tell them, hey, this is what I think you should do. That's not my that wouldn't be my. But I'm saying we have to make the discussions different. It can't be. No, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Because that's going to turn someone off that right away. They're going to be like, well, I'm not going to listen to you. Like, Absolutely. oh, I'm an idiot. Like you're we should have discussions like you and I are having right now. Exactly. But unfortunately, that's not what has been um, indoctrinated, like you said earlier, into the brains of most Americans. Like they take they'd rather go to these death camps that they a lot of people abuses some sort of birth control. And it's fucking disgusting. Sure. And in my own opinion. I had a girlfriend that got an abortion against my will and it I had one too. and it destroyed our relationship. I wanted, she did it. And I've always said this too. And they hate when I say I'm the hardest person to argue. Cause I, cause I, I have like, I just think, try to put myself in everybody's position. Right. But I like to say like, okay, so if she want, doesn't want the baby and I want the baby, like I have no choice. Right. But right. if she why, wants it and I why, don't want why it, is it that, that I have way. to pay, I have yeah. to pay. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? There's no way around it. Like, there's no contract. It's, I'm not saying like, and I do like, don't get me wrong. I'm not advocating for Debbie dads. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's a conundrum. So I do think that they need to make it more that it's because they go, oh, it's only the woman's choice. And I, I, I disagree because I believe it's no, both people not, that created like, that. No, that's one thing. And that's a, definitely a big thing that I hate about that, that way of thinking. It's not just the woman's choice because a woman cannot just get pregnant on her own. She needs that help from that man you know, together, you know, you will create that one life. So why is it that these women, they feel as though they don't want to take responsibility for their actions or whatever the case is, and they don't want to tell their significant other or their boyfriend or whoever, and they end up doing this. And then the guy finds out later because you guys always do. Yeah. You know, and the argument usually is, oh, well, it's my body. It's my choice. Well, no, I'm sorry. It's not. And the fact that both of you were involved in that means that both of you need to be involved in that decision. Well, yeah. I wish more people thought like you, but unfortunately it doesn't. And, and if you want to flip that coin over, like Chris was saying, if the guy doesn't want to have it and the girl says, fuck you, I'm going to have it. Then that guy has to pay. It's a very, very large part of your income. I don't agree it, with that. I think that it's like buying a house that you don't get to live in and you, you didn't even want in the first place. No, it's disgusting. And I'm, you know, I don't agree with that either. I think that it should be a situation that if the woman does want it, but the guy doesn't, okay, well then have him sign over his parental rights. And then you're also signing over any bit of financial responsibility he has because he doesn't, he doesn't want the child. That if a is. woman can go abort the child because she does not want it, or she feels like she can't take care of it, or she doesn't want to be attached to that man for the, for the rest of her life. If the, then if the guy does, then you need to sever any bit of responsibility that man has or doesn't have if he doesn't want to be a part of it. Because if yeah. you go, how can we get that bill passed? That life, what's that? I'm sorry. I said, hell yeah. How can we get that bill passed? <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, I think that would be one solution to what Chris is talking about. Like actually have that discussion and say, okay, well, you know what? In these terms then, 
you surrender over any response, any financial responsibility you have as the potential father or as the father, you are no longer, you are not responsible. So that means you cannot take them to court over child support. You cannot take them to court at, over anything because as far as you're concerned, you surrender those rights because you did not want to be a part of this. Right. And there are shady girls out there. I mean, they've even made movies about it and TV shows about shady girls out there who <laughs> have kids purposely so that they don't have to ever work and they can yeah. just live off of child support. No, no, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And I mean, these women need to be called out for it because that's, that's some, that's some disgusting, horrendous ass shit. If you honestly want to get pregnant just because you don't want to work or just because you think that that's going to, you know, fix any problems you have with your significant other, then it's not going to. But maybe if we raise the quality of life, that's what like my other argument is. If we raise the quality of life and give people more options, these things wouldn't happen. Like for years, I was a big Ron Paul guy and I've always been decriminalized all drugs and people go, oh, then people are just going to be doing drugs everywhere. I'm like, no, nah, man, if you instead of putting that money into the war on drugs, you put that into education and to giving kids more options and people more options. You won't see an immediate, like it's not like next year it's going to be, but after 10 years, you will see something and you, you'll get more out of it than you did on this war on drugs. And guess what? You'll have less people doing drugs. Will there still be people doing drugs? Yes. But then we find all, they're going to do drugs anyways, but then we find ways to make it cleaner so that disease doesn't spread. Like, you know, a lot of like what they did in uh, like Holland and all that, you know, where, yeah, in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah. In Amsterdam. Like it not necessarily you don't promote it like, it, yeah, I don't want you to do heroin. I think it's bad for you. But who am I to say that you can't? But if I can get you to have a good life to where you're like, well, I don't a lot of times to me, people become alcoholics and drug addicts because you, you don't make enough money to go on a real vacation. You can't take a vacation. So you got to get fucked up. Like I've yeah. been in that boat a lot of times where you're like, well, fuck it, man. I'm going to take this week vacation. I can't go anywhere, but I can right. get fucked up. Right. So when right. I think we get in these ruts of where like, we're like, well, we can't go anywhere. And if you can lift that off people, people will have other, they'll be like, oh, it is nice to just go camping. Oh, it's nice to just go to like the beach or go into a cruise. Or you have all these other things that are going in your life that are fulfilling you where you don't need the drugs or you don't need the alcohol as much or where it's just like a little dab, you know, you have a drink or whatever. That's, I think, the problem. A lot of it is that over the last 20 years, especially that I've seen since 2000, since I like almost like I became an adult, like 18 at like 2001, 2002, something like, I don't know, uh, 2000, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> but I started seeing the decline of like, I remember seeing gas like super cheap, like 101, 99 cents, you know what I mean? And then like, you're like, dang, now it's 126, now it's 186, now it's 250, you know what I mean? And then it went high and then it plateaued. And I just keep seeing it getting worse. The schools are getting worse. The roads are getting worse. You know what I mean? The, everything's getting worse. And they keep making these huge bills on both sides. And I don't see anything really getting better. I think some is just putting uh, Band-Aids on bullet wounds. That's the problem with large government. Oh, yeah. I hate the large overreach government. is absolutely atrocious. And the reason why you see such a decline in the school system, the reason why you're seeing such a decline in the quality of life is because parents aren't really being parents anymore is that these kids at these schools, I'm sorry, the last time I actually remember being taught something was around the fourth or fifth grade. And that was right around the time that the internet was you know, coming about, right? So we are the last generation in that aspect that did not grow up with it, that did not have the technology when we were born, like the computers, the internet, that cell phones. And the main reason why they tried to dumb us down so much is because we were right on that verge, but it was unsuccessful because we were already too old.
we already knew what it was like to live life outside of this this larger type of matrix that we're in right now because we had parents that were parents and they were there for us and we had those connections so now you have even a bigger problem and the reason why they're harping on gen z so much is because they can dumb them down even younger now and they're going after them because parents are not parents anymore when was the last time you actually went somewhere and you saw a parent actually talking to their kid or actually interacting with them at the dinner table instead of just giving them an ipad or a phone because they don't want to hear them yeah, and this is this has been a, a very long longevity plan that they've had going on. So each it's generation, each it's generation has gotten more rebellious and more dumb and more dependent and more dependent, right? More dependent, more ins- and, you know, and now say- I fear I fear for my daughter's kids while they're bringing in this whole metaverse right now because we're basically just walking into the matrix willingly. And they're going to, it's another prison for us. Right. And, and they, they're slowly descent. They, they slowly desensitized us. I mean, you go back and you look at, at shows like leave it to beaver. And then you look at the shows that our kids are watching sure, right yeah. now. Right. But so I will it, say Gen Z, I got a lot of hope for them, man. Cause like, honestly, like a lot of Gen Zers, like they, like they, they know what's up, man. Even like, like the thing is, is that like with like some of the, like, uh, younger millennials, you know, from like probably like 96 to like 2000 or whatever the cutoff is. And then the the older Gen Zers, like, I think they got hit really heavy because there was like the Oklahoma City bombing, even though they were little, right? Like in babies, but there's all this chaos going around you. You got 9-11, 9/11. Like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the Y2K, like uh, being little through all these little things, like, and, and you can name all these countless events. And I think then people either will like kind of were like, I don't know, something's weird. Or they're just like, Oh my God, I need to be safe. And if they, and it's kind of split. So I, I just, I see a lot of Gen Zers, like they know what's up, man. They'd be telling me like, like, cause my daughter, she's 19 and like her, she knows a bunch of like, she'd be like, I remember when she was like, did you hear about that Epstein guy? And I was like, how did you hear about that? She was like, you, you know, know Pizzagate? like, you know, well, you, TikTok. Know why? you know why it is because of people like us. Sure, because like it's it's they did not have us. They did not have us. The reason why they will be fine going forward and the reason why this plan will not come to fruition is because of us. We are the we resistance. Are the why? We outnumber the boomers, okay? And our Gen Xers, yeah, they they're definitely there. They're definitely there for support, but it's going to be us who saves the world because we outnumber them. We are the most stubborn, we are the most bold, and we are still the most ballsy as fuck. So it will be us. They were better off doing this shit when we were the age of a lot of the Gen Xers, because Gen then Xer. the, 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 the Gen Z, they wouldn't have any, they wouldn't have anything behind them. We're their support. We're their backbone. They're the reason why they're going so hard in the paint because they know that we're there. That's yep. because us Generation Xers made you ride around in the back of our pickup trucks with no fucking Real. seats or seat belts. Yeah. And we used to jump off of bridges into the water and shit. Yeah. And we taught you guys how to actually live. Yeah. And all my homies were because I was the youngest, like, says I'm 83. So I'm like the beginning of millennials. And like, so I, I experienced a lot with Gen Xers, like, and like, I kind of see. And the thing they're is fearless. that with, they're fearless. Yeah, they're fearless. But then, like, with us, like, I was able to adapt because I was able to, like, you know, technology was all coming out. We knew video games. We knew how to adapt to when the internet. I I had the first internet, Prodigy, like, the first home internet. And I had, like, AOLs, dial-up. I was 16 years old when we got fucking AOL dial-up card <laughs> in Do you my remember house. The and then yeah. don't let somebody, don't let somebody call while you're, no, while you're, if somebody calls and it, and, and it, and it wasn't even, like, just. <laughs> 
open up a video like YouTube and like watch a video. Ooh, it was like you would click. Load. If you wanted to watch porno, there was no such thing yet. But you <laughs> you you could click on dirty <laughs> pictures and then it would load. AOL was like, all about it would take like five minutes to load and then you were like i saw a boob i saw boobs <laughs> did, did, did y'all remember limewire like you know you'd have oh, a virus yeah. shit right Absolutely. after oh, yeah yeah heck yeah hey man i think fucking tom from myspace needs to make a comeback because he wasn't trying to push no tyranny he wasn't trying to uh <laughs> fuck us up now. in any way he just gave us a cool ass platform where we could interact with each other and, and he was and he was teaching us html code you know to build our own pages remember like you can have yeah. your own like, oh, look at this one cool shit. And you could play your music. That shit was dope. Yeah, dude. dude. I That was where my music actually started gaining traction. That's where I was able to get on a on a mixtape with Paul Wall and because of MySpace, bro. That's and like cool. that shit was crazy. I was selling. Remember, you would have like the box that like it said like, I don't even remember what it said, but like ad friend, whatever top it was. Five. It was your top. You well, can make it your, your top, top whatever. You had a top five, but you had like some sort of a box everybody had oh that said underneath your like picture like of like your city and like who you were and like like almost like a little profile that thing Mm, no it was something that you could like click on like different things and i figured i can't remember what it was called but i figured out how to make personalized ones nice and i started selling them for 50 bucks man and i was making I, i was thinking about quitting my job because i was like yo dude i'm making like three of these a day this is awesome I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but if you got no, it was thing. the box that said message. Um, it had like options to message message that person to do whatever. But I was like personalizing them with people. I was like, send me a picture, and then I would Photoshop their picture, and that's like really when I started making money off of of graphic design. And now that's my fucking nine to five job. Nice, nice. Well, look, see, and Tom helped you. Tom, <laughs> man. Tom was there for you. Shout out to Tom. Here Where are you when we, we need go. you, bro? Just fucking it up. We he was like, he was like, all right, fuck it. This FBI, fucking CIA, Instagram, and Facebook thing is gonna take over. You guys want to buy me out? I'm not fighting. Where's the money? I'm going to Costa Rica. Yeah, I, Justin Timberlake owns it now. Uh, Justin Timberlake owns MySpace. I know Sam Tripoli yeah. was trying to buy it. Okay. Yeah, I, the last I heard, I remember he owned it. He bought it like a few years back and they were going to revamp it and do something with it, but nobody ever did anything. But it would be perfect because it has all the infrastructure. It does. It's already set up. Yeah. It's already there. It's like buying a building that's just brand new. All you got to do is put some shit in it. Yep. Man, you know, I, I, think I wish I had the money to buy that shit. Well, I, hopefully truth. What do you guys think about truth? Um, what is it called? Trump's. Trump's new platform coming out, Truth. February. I think it's February of. What's it called, though? Truth. Um, I don't know. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. I have it pre ordered, but. Yeah. I'm not going to go on it because it's going to be like stupid Frank speech where he keeps sending me Texas. I don't want Texas no more, man. I like no, Mike it's Liddell, not going to be like that. Texas it's not going to be like that. It's supposed to be like, Instagram, like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and put them out yeah. of business. I don't know. I just don't like. I got a lot of questions about that guy. So I and I have a feeling that Ron Watkins is uh, behind help helping create that platform as that's well. That's even more that to make me think more like not to trust it. <laughs> that's just me though. I'll, I'll I'll go on it, of course, but I'll probably just have like a burner account. Like 
I do want a bunch of these other ones. Like, I think the one that I wish would take off, I think it would be good, is that Gab. You know what I mean? I think Gab, and some people are getting a lot of success on there, but I think Gab would be a good one because I think that's a guy that uh, he originally, I think, started Firefox, but then his company became woke and they pushed him out. And then now, then he made um, Brave, you know, the uh, search engine Brave. That guy's pretty, uh, I like him because he's real liberal mind, uh, liberty minded and freedom minded. So, is that a Freudian slip? Liberal minded? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, he's not a liberal. Well, it's because I was saying wokeism and I was like, mm-hmm. I, I, I like I said, hand in hand. <laughs> they really do. That's what. That's why they get mad because then they'll be like, oh, yeah, see, he's saying stuff like on our side about the abortion and stuff. And then I'm like, but wait a minute, I got more. (laughs) Yeah, I love that because isn't it funny how some people like there's a certain group of people that automatically they just assume that, oh, they're going to be on my side with this. And then when you say, however, yeah, wait a minute, you you have more than one idea. Of course, it's no different than when people automatically assume that when you say you know, oh, well, you're not very religious. No, I'm not. I'm a very spiritual individual. I believe that religion was created by man to divide man even more. Couldn't preach. (laughs) Do I believe there's a higher power? Of course there is. There is an almighty high power that created fucking everything you see around you and will not be mocked. However, however, me sitting here telling you about the spirituality that is amongst every single one of us and what they're really trying to do with with that fucking shot is to kill your spirit within you then, you know, no, you're not going to sit here and compare me to a voodoo witch just because I believe that I'm going to worship the almighty creator that created everything and yeah. I'm not going to create the elements. And isn't it kind of arrogant for humans to really think that they can grasp the idea of what God or a creator would really be? Like, yeah. I've always found that kind of funny. Like, sure, if it helps, I'm not saying like, I'm not really for religion. Like, I get it that it helps people and I've seen people that get helped by it, like drug addicts. That like, you know, change your life around. They go, that's great. Like, I love that. But if you can't see that, it's a structure to keep you inside of a box, man. To me, like, we're on a path to find our, our, we're on our own path, right? It's like we're on our own sitcom and we got to figure it out. These other people are just features in it. And we got to find our own way to God. That that is awesome because throughout my entire life, I've always just thought, you know, my life is literally just this very, very elaborate show and I'm the star of my own show. And all these other people that come in contact with me, they're merely just guest stars. Yeah. Because in the beginning, in the beginning, you know, you're born alone. You're born into this very traumatic type of state. And what if in all reality, we don't even look like how we do? What if we're merely just avatars from like a different level of consciousness? And every single time that we actually go to sleep there, that's when we're living this life here. That's why life- Do the Matrix so- music. No, I'm yeah. serious. What if this, that's why this life feels so- so short because in reality it actually is it's the equivalent to watching a two-hour movie and that's like why like when you look at yourself you see something different than when somebody else looks at you like yeah. so some you somebody will look at people totally different way and you don't understand why well it's because they're seeing them in a different way why we don't know you're but it's on their show yep like right. I told my brother, I was like, you're on my sick. I was like, you're in my sitcom, but you're not a star. You're but we do a, a lot. <laughs> I say we do a lot of crossover episodes, though. <laughs> Definitely. But you're my whole tamer. point is when you try to express that to people or if they ask you certain questions like that and you give them that type of message, they automatically assume, oh, well, you know, you don't believe in this. You don't believe that. No, I do believe in an almighty, powerful God. Yes, I do. However, I don't think it is how you think it is. And for you to automatically assume that you know the answers like that. Yes, that is very arrogant. And for you to talk down to somebody because they don't believe in the same way that they view 
God. I mean, that's pretty condescending. So what makes you better than 100%. me? 100%. What makes you better than me? That's always my question. And it's always so, those ridiculous hypocrites that want to tell you how you should act and how you should be, but yet they're not without sin in their life. So if there is a God, does that necessarily mean that there is a devil? Yes. Or Lucifer or Satan? You cannot and, have one without the other. It is balance, friend. Balance. Right. So good, good and evil, yin and yang. I get it. Is are we going through a point in time right now what we've never been through before where evil doesn't even give a fuck? It's not trying to hide anymore. And the reason why I asked that is because the show was originally we were going to talk about some things happening and we just got into some good Sorry, conversations. Sorry, we got sidetracked. <laughs> no, we got, we got into some good conversations so that I didn't, I didn't lead it. I just wanted to see where it was going to go. But I do want to bring up the Travis Scott incident just because I feel like that was an incident that is bringing so much light to the darkness that has been there for so fucking long and hidden so well in plain sight, but now it's almost like it's not hidden in plain sight. It's just in plain sight. And, uh, and we don't necessarily have to talk about the Travis Scott thing, because like I said, we we've seen this happen countless times, but now it seems like there's a big spotlight shining on, shining on it. Right. So, and Chris, you being a, a musician and everything and, you know, I, I dipped my toes in the water, but I, I didn't dive in. And I feel like you're still swimming. I'm and about so to dive in. Sorry. You're, you're, you're still swimming in the music and in that pool. And so like, are you seeing this on the level of people that you work with? Do you think that there is people that are trying to follow the trend and purposely be more satanic just so that they can get to where they want to be? Um, or, or is this just an elite thing? Uh, I, I just wanted to know what your thoughts on this whole Travis Scott. I'll say the was. Travis Scott, like that, the, the one thing that's very telling is like, kind of like always, cause anytime anything gets super, like, like goes viral or goes like not saying that it's just like, how organic was it? Right. And then it's just crazy because there's people that are saying like, like my sis, my sister, my uh, sister-in-law is saying about it. They don't watch like they watch the news and stuff. But you know what I'm saying? Like they're like, oh, it was satanic. Like you know what I'm saying? They don't be. They don't say things like that. They're not watching. Are, are like, they Isaac even White saying Stop. that on like, the news? Are they even saying that on? Well, not I don't on the, watch news. the news. Yeah, n- my bad. Not the news. But I'm just saying they're not usually up to what. Like I had to tell her what Let's Go Brandon means. Like you know what I mean? Okay. She didn't. Know, <laughs> like, you know okay, I got you. I got like, you. So I'm saying they're just not up to date. I have a lot of people that are just not up to date, and these people were telling me like. Man, it was, I heard it was like a satanic thing. And because they're seeing the TikTok videos, they're seeing all this. I will say that it was, it, I mean, it's the most obvious thing. Cause like I was saying on a different podcast, I was like, man, you know, all the time, the truthers could be like, oh, well, you know, you got to look in the mirror in the back. You know, it's kind of hard. <laughs> Everything was in your face in this where you're like, dude, sh- show me the videos lying. Like you can't, it was one that a lot of, it hooked a lot of people because. Again, it was something where you're like, well, yeah, that does look like a portal. Oh, yeah, look at his shirt. Like, you know what I'm saying? You saw everything. And then just like that weird music they were playing, like, which I which I kind of found later, which I think it is. I'm not sure. I found out this. It's called eye dosing. Eye dosing is like digital drugs. It's where you play uh, 
two different frequencies, like one in this year and one in this year on headphones, and it's supposed to simulate marijuana, cocaine, DMT, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. There's okay. actually a lot of legitimacy behind that because it's actually meant to sedate you because it's, it's a way of, it's tricking your mind. And it's also really throwing off any, any other senses that you have because it's the equivalent of like spinning someone around and around and around and around. And then when you stop and you try to walk, you can't because you're kind of yeah. going everywhere. Yeah, that's crazy. So was this, um, was this concert, this specific concert, was it a, a planned plotted out satanic ritual or is there just so much symbolism in the music industry these days that it's just easy to pick it off as that? And it was an organic situation. I, I think it is an organic. This is what I think. I think it's kind of like Woodstock 99, right? They was organized horribly security should not have let all those people flood in all the other videos i see they were taking people out of the crowd the whole day right but i will say that i don't think that everybody is like sick because i think to say everybody like the simplest answer right like not there's not a big old collusion of like everybody's like ha 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 like i'm gonna sell my soul to the devil i think there is a certain level of that but i think what it mostly is is that it's embraced right the lifestyle, the, 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 the way you, this persona, the, I'm just this guy on stage that I can be an asshole on stage. Cause Travis Scott is an asshole on stage, like numerous other concerts. So I think it's just this energy that's been pushed into music more and more throughout the years. I don't think that everybody's necessarily satanic, which there, there is, I'm not saying that there isn't any, but I'm saying that a majority of them are just following soup because it looks cool. And I think they don't know what they're playing with, but I think this Travis Scott one, is organically an organic sacrifice, if that makes any sense. Like not planned, but like, you know it what I'm saying? Like you, like, yeah, fuck it. we're already yeah. here Might as well. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. everything else was put out there. I mean, his, his album's called Utopia. Mm -hmm. He has like a mixtape called dystopian dystopia or whatever. So like, that I bastard. think I know fuck, I was so pissed too, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it's just like promoting that whether they know or not, I think it's hard for me to say, like, I, I think that, and if any family, I would say Travis Scott, because I mean, like Marino Abramovich is very close to the Kardashians. And that just makes me she's satanic rituals the biggest shit. satanic. So like and then it was Chris's 66th birthday. I mean, if you look at the symbolism, for sure, it's all, I just it's think all. the industry is not as bad, but I think it's gotten bad because of like there is sacrifices. Like I watched the whole um, interview with uh, Puffy's old security guard on Vlad TV. What? And man, when they talk about it, and it's what I always thought. And it really just points that like most likely uh, Diddy got uh, Biggie set up because Biggie was about to get a sixty five million dollar deal to for his own label. I do. And now he has all his. And he and now, sold and, now. And, and Diddy was able to keep all the rights to every well, music. Not just that before that happened, because Biggie didn't know. Right. And Puff was kind of just doing all shit for him that he he sold some of his uh what's it called Fuck, i can't think of it right now not his royalties but his uh not his marketing but his whatever but he sold some of his rights to his music basically like i forgot it's his publishing he sold him his publishing so he didn't know how valuable the publishing was going to be though obviously right but at the time he needed money and then puff's like oh yeah yeah yeah, i'll hook you up and he sold i think he sold him like a, a large percentage of his publishing for like two hundred thousand dollars two hundred thousand dollars in which now it's like worth millions you know what i mean because that like he's everywhere and i think that puff did and puff is uh, to me is like a satanist for sure <laughs> like i don't know how people can't think like this the things that he's done he had a similar concert uh 
sacrifice thing uh, back in the days in the 90s where they had like this gym or um, facility in New York where they had it packed down too. And like eight people died or something like that too. It like collapsed or some shit like that. So what you're saying is that at one point it was not that bad, but it is bad now considering everything that everyone's following. Become normalized. Okay, yes. So it's now normalized to have this 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 satanic type system because everyone is enabling it with their behavior and lack of action exactly okay that's what i thought i'm just it's just good to hear it from someone in that position because then they can clarify like oh no that's exactly how that shit is yeah well you did a good job because i put a big old word salad and i was like where am i going with this and then thanks because that's where i was going (laughs) no No, you're good i'm a very catholic person so i got it i got you yeah but (laughs) i did want to know chris that since you are still um networking in the music industry you're and swimming. stuff. You're swimming over there is what he's saying. Yeah, there's a lot right. more people also talking about God now. Like, I'll say, like, that I didn't hear before. Like, I seen a TikTok with Waka Flocka, and he was just like, I just want to say that I believe in God and this and that. And he's like, if you can't say that, then that means that says something a lot about you. No and that shit. was pretty interesting. Like, so I think that more people are also being vocal. Also, uh, Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez was very vocal about, uh, you know, uh, God. And, like, uh, he was saying stuff about the industry. And then look what happened with him, Megan Stallion, and make the Stallions to believe the to believe believe to be like a a sold soul type of person. So oh, yeah. who knows, you know? Yeah, I believe that everything. But I would say on the lower level that they're 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 coming back a little bit more and trying to be not necessarily. Yeah, people are still making you know the songs about killing people because that just I mean no. people talk about what they're what they're around. But I think a lot more people are like, yeah, I gotta do something else to change this. Uh, negativity because even like right now young Dolph just got killed in uh, memphis and, and a lot of people are just like man why because people are questioning even more than they would have because people are going how come in no other music genre do people get murdered you don't right. see it in country artists you don't see what like yeah do they overdose or do they yeah that happens but no because did they really exactly. what's up like, well, I said, yeah, but, but did they really? But they allowed that gang culture because remember, like in the early no, 90s, I mean, did they really overdose? Oh yeah, yeah. Who knows about yeah. that? Yeah, but okay, I'm saying, so- but like putting all that gangster rap, and I think that was intentional of making that even not necessarily Satan because people think Satan worshiping, they think like, oh, you know, pentagrams. It's not necessarily. I think it's the energy, and I think they put a lot of that street energy. A lot of us got that, and then like it pushed more of that. So we already seen it bad in our in our area, but it, it gave us this mentality of like, fuck it, I'll just get through anything. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do me. And it gave us more of this selfish mentality of like, I got to get mine, you know, doggy dog, doggy dog world. Like, and I, I think they like, promoted it through music. So, I feel so like the people. Yeah. Okay. I feel like the people behind the scenes, though, the one that truly have the power and see how they can how they can market that lifestyle and dumb down the population right and like sure. i and i feel like maybe these artists aren't necessarily aware of what it is that they're doing but the people that are pulling the strings on them are absolutely aware of what they're doing yeah right so so you look you look at um i'm going to use kesha as as an example because she has this uh song um um uh Let's make the most of this night like we're gonna die young. Mm-hmm. Go check out that video, Die Young. Be there is, and, well, <laughs> I actually held back a lot. <laughs> um, 
Let's make the most of this night. Gonna die young, die young. I guess Anyways. I asked for that. So forgive there me. Is, there is <laughs> inverted crosses in that video. They're having an orgy in a church. Um, it is about Satan running out of time and God coming in to um, to do what he promised us he is going to do. And that entire video is the most satanic video I've ever seen with triangles, upside down crosses. I feel like I have to watch uh, that now. I, I, wow. And, I can't believe I never noticed that. And she is she even came out and said, oh, I very much consider myself an occultist leader. But at maybe one, at one point in time. And then she woke up to what it is that her handlers were actually doing with her and the impression that she had on these kids and the way that it was changing our youth. And that's why you don't hear from Kesha anymore, but she's still making music and her music that she's making is very, very different. It is. It is. I know what you're talking about too. There's another song um, that I was thinking about, but it's called him. And then it's spelled him like a, like a, like an actual, like uh, Bible hymn. Right. Okay. And, uh, and there's a part in the chorus where I hope one day, you know, there's, you've done things that only God can forgive. Right. So supposedly behind this song, she was treated very badly by her producers and everyone that was involved with her. And oh, then, she was raped and she was also right. given given out to people for sex as well. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, she was passed around. She's passed around like a bowl of candy. I totally get it. But apparently behind that song, that was the reason why. And of course, when people ask more about it, they're, they're digging deep into it. And of course she gives a very vague response. Oh, well, you know, I just didn't like the treatment that I got from my producers and all these other people. There was already allegations out there that she had been raped and sexually assaulted, but of course nobody brought attention to that because again, they don't call it the Hollywood couch for nothing. Sure. Oh, the, yeah, the cast, casting couch in Hollywood, yeah. But I think it all stems from like the whole satanic movement is because it was considered a sign of rebellion, right? Because in the 50s and 60s, the, the Bible thumpers, like where people are like, no, you have to be like this. Because I always, people get mad at me when I tell them that. I go, Christian, like... Uh, conservative Christians were the original cancel culture. You guys started this. Like, you started the cancel culture. You can't dance. I mean, they made a whole movie about it with Kevin Bacon. You know what I mean? Like, the town couldn't dance. How sad. But, like, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is, like, they, they believe certain things that they, they were not willing to discuss things and be like, well, why do you want to do that? And I think people just rebelled. And there was this rebellion attitude but with nobody to guide them. And they're like, oh, you hate uh, inverted crosses? <laughs> That's what I'm wearing. Oh, you hate the devil? Like, so just to stick a middle finger in people's faces, they were doing things like that. And then it just became more and more normal. So I don't think. Well, I think that, you're right. I think it was I think more it's for more shock think value. Think. It was no, I'm more saying, for. I don't think there's handlers as much as we think. I think that there's people that know that they're going to profit off people and that they don't care and they'll, they'll do anything to get that money. But I don't think that there's necessarily everybody is like, into, I think it's just been woven into society through these things that have happened and it's just slipped in place and it's perfect time. Like, hell yeah. I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that pushed it more though, you know, that embrace it. They're like, hell yeah, this is, this is cracking off over here. I'm going to get people in, in into the circle. Wait, that's how we got this, the, the uh, church of Satan. And you know what I mean? You get okay. these I people you. that want to rebel. Right. I, think, so I think I understand what he's saying. He's saying that at some point there were these pioneers out there and you're saying that around the fifties would be a safe assumption when this actually surfaced. 
And then the 60s is actually when it went more mainstream. And then we see it more in Hollywood because it is, you know, glamorized and, and it's, oh, it's good to be bad and all these other kinds of things. So what you're saying is that there were some pioneers that planted the seeds and then people just naturally were drawn to that because of the sense of rebellion and the sense of, oh, I'm breaking free from something that is, you know, oppressing me and holding me back. But then that would also suggest that there's actually more followers that want to do that because there were some leaders in the beginning that decided that I'm going to break out of this mold. So I do understand what you're saying in, in an aspect of a lot of these people chose this and a lot of them unwillingly chose it. And whenever they do realize the magnitude of that decision, that's when it's just, it's too late at that point. They're already, they're already too well invested. Right. Right. And, and I'll say uh, personal experience. Like um, if you would have caught me for, four years ago, I was a Satanist. And that was only because I've been diving down these rabbit holes and I was reading a lot of Lester Crowley books. And I'm like, I want to tap into that energy. And I believe, I, I believed I'm like, yes, there is a creator. There is a God. However, every time I've tried to speak to him, I can't get these powers. I'm reading this Lester Crowley book. And it's like, these people are elites in our, in our society. I look in, I see Jay-Z wearing a do without Wilt shirt. And I'm yeah, like, sure. Oh, so that's the path that he took. And that led him to fortune and fame. I'm going to take that path. Cause I know that leads to fortune and fame. So even though my heart wasn't there, I was still, I was still, walking those motions and living a satanic lifestyle. Um, my freaking, my music logo was a freaking owl with headphones on because I was, I was praising Moloch. So. But and, as rebellious, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, because you're being, being different. Rebellious. You're yes. like, I'm tired of having this, this, this thing shoved down my throat because there is creator, but the, the, the way a lot of people approach it, especially like older people, like they, push it on to people whatever religion they have they push it on so it turns people off and then they go for well, this is going to piss them off especially like rebellious young people and, and i think that what should be promoted is like not just spirituality but just working on ourselves like there's so much of us worrying about everybody else like we're not taught that but it's just kind of ingrained into us where we're like oh what's going on here what's going on here like it, it starts here, right? If I can change my energy, that's why I was saying, like, when you were saying you brought this together, no, you did because you changed your own energy, in my opinion. Like, you worked on yourself. You took the steps that you needed to do to get where you're at. And I think that we need to give ourselves more credit and focus more on ourselves because the energy that we create, the positive, that, that's how we change the world. In my, and that's my view of how we change the world. And I think Satanism, Christianity, whatever, we, we focus on these little pockets and, and we need that we don't like like i said that's why i hate when people try to say like this is what god is like because we don't know right but we know that in ourselves that if i if i have a good diet if i if i sleep right if i if i'm doing the work like meditating trying to reach out and trying to figure it out and i and, and i read all the different scriptures of different religions and piece together the evidence that i probably have a better chance of finding what i'm looking for but instead we're like molded into this thing of where i gotta fit in my pocket of society right i gotta be a conspiracy. I got to be a football player. I got to be whatever it may be instead of just being like, let me be me. Like, what's the best me? Like, what's the version of me that gets 
this energy where I'm happy doing anything, where I'm happy grocery shopping, where I'm happy, you know, walking down the street where I don't need anything else but me. I think that's what I see God is, right, is, is, is finding this inner balance within yourself to enjoy life, every little aspect of it, every part that, like, we usually overlook. Like, and I, that's what I've been trying to do more of. It's like, I go, man, I'm so happy that I, I can go visit my mom. I'm so happy I can go visit my brother and my nephews. I'm so happy my daughter's doing, you know what I mean? I'm appreciative of these things. Okay. Well, I mean, I agree with you to a point where, yes, you do need to think more about your mental health and you do need to have that balance because a lot of people, yes, are too focused on things that are so minuscule. You know, they're concerned about validation from this person and this person, when in reality, if you're not happy with yourself, like how would you expect anyone else to really be happy with you? But I think another aspect would be that we also need to be more considerate at the fact that not every single person is going to view everything the way we do. Sure. And be empathetic to it and be it's and be open to being wrong. It's okay. That's another thing is everybody's like, I I don't have the answers. I'm not saying I never would tell anybody that I'm right on anything. I just say what I figured out so far. This is what this is my experience. This is how I put it together. And every conversation I have gives me another piece. And it's going to eventually get me to where I and and what I think the goal is, because everybody's because I always been wondering this since I was a kid. They go, oh, you got to go to work. You got to do this. You got to do that. This is how life is. And I'm like, well, you think that God created us just to be like, hey, man, don't you think that he created us to be happy? So I think that we've been so distracted of what happiness is, is that because we have this, oh, I got to go to work. I got to do with this. If we find those ways to. From, it's distractions from. But if you work with yourself, realize what work is happy. Is you can be. make like my boss is miserable every day. I go in there. I'm happy. Why? Like, is it is it the place I want to be every day? Maybe not. But I'm going to make the best of it. And I think that people got to just take what they got and be happy because like everybody wants to pray and be like, man, I need that winning lotto ticket. That's not what prayer to me is. That's I think not prayer, what prayer should be. And prayer those prayers be. will not. Well, I don't even think it really is. Well, I think it's because it can't. Right. Because like the way my buddy was telling me and I kind of really did like what he I subscribed to this, what he was telling me, he was like, you know, subscribe. we talk about. I like that. I agree. <laughs> I'm going to subscribe to that. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then he. He goes, you know, I go, well, we always have uh, conversations about uh, religion. And, he, and I go, well, then how come God doesn't help us? Right. Like, I kind of get it. Like, you know, I just want to hear his perspective. And he goes, well, I think that when God created everything, he created laws of the universe. And I think the laws of the universe are a certain way. And I think that's what it is, is that we can't cross these certain laws. Even the devil can't. That's why he can't physically do anything to us. He can that. manipulate us. That. But these laws right. of the universe, it that's what keeps him. He's like, I. he wants. That's, that's why he can only can. Or we wouldn't have free will. Exactly. Or the law is broken. And then who knows what happens into that? So he has to, he made these laws that he abides by. And that's why we can only communicate the way we do. And we got to figure it out. And then I think the devil or whatever we call it, the the, the entity that wants us to stay on this earth, because I believe this is more hell than anything. Is, is. is I think hell's yeah. in our mind and it's what we create. That's why like some people are miserable and in a horrible place. And then some people feel good I mean, here and, and they're people, ready to go. most people are miserable here yes i feel like depends on where you go that, yeah I, I feel like it's it's again i feel like this is just like an avatar type situation you know but if you don't look how you look this isn't exactly where you're meant to be this is literally just a game you what if you what if your higher level consciousness in another dimension in another realm somewhere you created your character you created yeah. exactly how you are and the almighty this almighty powerful creator said hey you know what go design a game have some fun. And you, you, every, every trial and tribulation that is in your life, you had somehow in 
you were given this power to create that. And now you're set in this avatar to live out the adventure that you wanted to map out. And the creator allows you to do that for a limited amount of time. And whatever decisions that you make, you're not free for the consequences of that, which could also be the laws of the universe or karma. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. It It's like the same thing of like, if someone gives you a car, doesn't always happen, but nine times out of 10, if someone gives you a car, you're not always going to take care of it as much because you just got it, right? But if you worked your ass and it took you three years to get that car, you're going to be like, hey, hey, don't be eating in my car. Hey, like you're going to you're gonna be really, really <laughs> anal about everything. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you work so hard for it. And I think that's what it is, is we have to work and appreciate every little thing because we see them and we perceive it as a negative thing. You know, like we say, oh, well, this happened to me. That's it's terrible, you know, like. But later you might be able to be like, well, if this didn't happen, this wouldn't have happened and this wouldn't have happened. And even though it's not less, it's not necessarily like, oh, God took this person away from you or God put this in your way so you could struggle and learn. It's just that these things popped up and maybe that's something you had to work on. And that's, that's why. The that's the yeah. And you, you would never be able to work on it. So your own mind created these things. Like I would subscribe totally to the whole avatar idea of where you're, you're created these problems. Because you see it all the time where people have these little petty drama problems and we're creating them in order to like maybe learn. Maybe that's how we learn. And some people don't learn off of it and they continuously hit their head against the wall. But a lot of other people go, oh, yeah, I shouldn't do that again. Or this is a better thing. And maybe that's a, we find our appreciation and our peace of, of mind in our, in our happiness. And then maybe that's when we punch our ticket. Who's to say that that like a serial killer that killed a bunch of people at that last moment? Like there's something that clicks and then God's like, all right, we're going to take, I don't know. I have no idea because one, nobody on this earth can tell you what happens after we, when we die forever, not one person on this earth, they could speculate all they want. They could say they've had, even people that have had near death experiences. I don't know if that's a dream. I, I believe what you're saying and that it was real to you, but I that can't. That was a I real experience that. for you. Yes. But, but is it what you're saying it is, right? Right. Because, no, I definitely because I wasn't there to experience it. Yeah, no, so, I definitely that perspective is different too. But I do think that they are like it's obvious. Like, yes, like you said that. But then couldn't we say that about Kiss? I mean, like in heavy metal, like they used to say that about, and that's what I mean by the rebellious. Rock and roll like, is the devil. I love this music. And then people were saying everything's the devil. So they were like, well, they embraced it. But because it was that's where I think these polarized events happen, where it kind of just it's like you organically get it. It's like these think tanks that push us. Remember uh, when we we're talking about like nudge theory and stuff like that, where they push us into these directions. They don't necessarily make us do it, but they push us and give us limited options to choose from now. And we're like, well, I guess I got to go this way. Right. It's like reading. It's like reading one of those choose your own adventure books. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's a good. <laughs> I yeah, you should the, like those, man. Yeah. The biggest thing with all of this, what I, what I can say is that no matter what the decision is, no matter how narrow the choices are, it's still a choice that you can make because not sure. making a decision is still making a decision. So in all actuality, I feel like some people that are so extreme because you can be an extremist on both sides. We've clearly seen this, right? We've seen obviously, um, and not even to Satanists because to be honest, I have more respect for a Satanist because they believe in something, in a powerful force that is more powerful than they could ever be as opposed to an atheist that literally believes in, in nothing. But even still, some of them will even say that, yes, well, there's something I just I just don't know. Well, I feel atheists are people that um, worship um, astrology 
and I feel that agnostics are the ones that don't believe in anything. They're just like, ah, eh, I don't really know what the fuck is going on. I'm just here. Are we supposed to know what we're doing? No. But it's okay. like the drunk. It's like the drunk person that got in the Uber and was like, "Hang on, where a are second. we going? Where the fuck are we going right now?" <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I feel, I feel that. I just think, yeah, I think that that's where we're at. And like, I think politics plays into that. Everything has become just so commercialized, right? Like everybody's trying to sell, like, no, no, trying to sell you shit. Why? Yeah, that's why, like, sometimes, that's why sometimes, like, doing my show, like, I've been wanting to, like, I could do whatever I want. I get that. Like, I do whatever the hell I want. Like, I Mm -hmm. I live my life like that. But then I'm like, man, like, am I going to have someone pay? for me to give them information like it feels weird like you know what i mean i'm not knocking anybody's hustle either like do what you got to do hustling i'm all for that but i just think my own inner self like sometimes i'm like people like oh you need to get a merch store you need and i'm like i don't know i'm gonna do it but probably with my other podcast because i feel like that one i'm just talking shit and i'm being more entertaining like and this like i'm like dude i'm I'm just trying to enlighten the masses there like yeah like i'm just (laughs) Yeah, it's just weird to me. Like, for instance, like Candace Owens, people get mad that I criticize her. And I'm like, I get it. She, you got to make your money. But like, I'm like, hey, can you go to this protest? Yeah, for 25 grand. And you're like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't ask her. I'm not saying that she told that to me, but I'm just saying that that hurt. She does. She won't go anywhere for under 25K, you know? And it's like. And and you know what? I I feel I feel you on this. I feel you that, hey, you're not knocking anybody what they're doing. me personally, I feel like you do whatever is best for you to do. I don't know your life. I don't know what you're dealing with. But me personally, me personally, my 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 own experience, okay? This is this is QD's perspective, all right? Sure. I don't feel right making money off of a movement that's supposed to save humanity. I don't think that's right. But that's just no, me. Personally. I agree with you 110%. When I do album covers for people, I fucking charge them as much as my time is worth. Uh, when I do stuff for like uh, We The People Radio, I probably shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I don't charge them a fucking dime. You know why? Because I'm contributing to the movement. And if they're waking people up, then I did my part to help them. Yeah, I and know. I think that's, that's just me. That's and, just and, me. And, and do not come to me and say, hey, will you do this for free? Because no, I will not. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then plus anyways, that's just too like, uh, like loyalty to me, like, like if they're my homies, like there's people I promote, like people are like, Oh, like I see you promote this guy that likes Q and you don't like you or, and I'm like, well, it's not necessarily that I don't like it. It's just like, like, Hey I, man, I have a I fucking like white rabbit. Give me the fucking break. <laughs> like, no, but like people pers- expect, like, why do you promote that? And I'm like, dude, first of all, they're my friend. Like, so I don't care if you like their music or you like their podcast. I'm good. Cause that's what you're supposed to do is you're going like, Hey, that's my friend. I want more people to whether you agree or not, I don't know who's going to agree with all the people I share, but there's someone probably most likely going to agree with them. So why not put it out there? But like that, that's the kind of stuff too. Cause people have told me before too, like, Hey man, I'll pay you for like post this. And I'm like, to just share it. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm like, boy, like I just got to go to like, if you want me to write a whole like thing out or like do like a video, then I would, yeah. Cause I'm going to put work in, but I'm like, just to press a button. I was like, I can't do that, man. Like, I get it. Like, people would do it, but I, that's too much. I can't. And I mean, I'm not like, and that's the thing too. Like, I would never, you know, I just wouldn't feel right. To me, it would feel like blood money. Well, do trade. you guys know about this thing now? You can actually buy followers. What? What are they, bots? Yeah. That's exactly what I said. So 
They gotta um, be bots, bro. I don't believe this. They're bots. No, those, so I, I'm not gonna say any. Bots. I'm not gonna say any names, but uh, a friend of mine in this in this movement wanted to be able to use um, different aspects on Instagram and oh, be Lord. able to link link all their stuff to like stories and stuff like that. But you are not mm-hmm. allowed to do it unless you have 50k followers. And they were like 5,000 short. So they pay, they bought 5,000 followers. And I'm like, are they, are they like real people? I would assume not. And he was like, well, they're interactive. And I was like, well, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. So I'm only because I'm sitting here at less than 2000 followers. And that's because my first account got nuked and I've been shadow banned ever since. However, I know the real numbers and just because Instagram is showing that I have less than 2000 followers, I see how many people listen to this podcast. So, uh, thank y'all. And, and it's uh, all about engagement. I know man. bots, like, I know bots are not listening to podcasts. So that's where I know I'm well, making it. That's what you don't know. Maybe they are. Ooh. And maybe they're going to make their own podcasts Ooh. against your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Now he's gonna be paranoid. Don't tell him that. It's gonna be called the Black Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's gonna be a black, the black rabbit. Black wolf. Black wolf. Gonna be like, the tinfoil's gonna have like little toothpicks on top and shit. <laughs> it's not gonna be tinfoil. It's gonna be a paper bag. <laughs> oh, it's gonna yeah. be you digitalized. You're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Bastards. So, um, I want to But end still it make on... your money though. Everybody make your money though. Get, get what you got. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no issue with people making their money. However, if you feel like you're doing something because it is what you are meant to do and you're out there fighting a cause, like I said, I don't charge we the people a goddamn thing. But that's only because they have an audience and they're reaching the same people that I want to reach. And I'm helping them reach that audience. Yeah, whether- well, plus two James and them, like the that's why I fuck with James because like, like even though we don't have, it's not about agreeing. My thing is about having good discussions with people where people are open minded enough to have a discussion. Like it's not about agreeing because there's no way that every you can't even get ten people to agree on the same restaurant to go eat at. So how am I gonna expect us to agree on like religion and stuff? But if you're open to have discussions, but also people that share stuff like James and and, and you and and like steaks and other people we're just sharing, you know what I mean? Like that's how it's supposed to be to build a community. I think that's part of like being in a community is that, Hey, I can do what I, my part, maybe I can do a little graphic. Maybe I can't, but I can share something. You know what I mean? Like, so I think that's what people need to realize is what we, the people, as far as like us is doing whatever you can, doesn't, you might not be able to make a Instagram account and a podcast and say whatever the fuck you want. Cause you're worried about your work, but you can share other people's, you can attract people to go to these podcasts and you can that's the way you get the information out exactly yeah. and that's why Whatever. You know, I feel like we all do our thing a different way we all have a different goal to reach yep. i see the things that a lot of people want to say but they can't because they're afraid to but different all, strategies same goal exactly. we're all we're all different we are all digital soldiers even though i know you're not a q supporter sean I'm, you are you are still a digital warrior because you're out there pushing your truth so that that means you are a digital warrior. So you are part of the team. And what I would like <laughs> I'm to I'm a freedom say, fighter. What I love it, bro. I fucking love it. And what I would like to say is there is a lot of divide in this community right now. And I think we need to let go of our differences because we might not be on the same page, but we're reading from the same fucking book. 
and we all need to gather together and we need to set aside our differences and focus on our similarities. I like it. Couldn't agree more. So on that note, um, that was another episode of White Rabbit. What an amazing conversation I had with these guys. We didn't agree on everything, but who the fuck would agree on everything? And if we all agreed on everything, then that would be a boring ass motherfucking world. And I don't want to live in a boring world. I don't know about you two. Nope. No. So, <laughs> so um, to end the show, there was one more thing that I wanted to bring up, but it, it's probably going to spark up a whole half hour conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, we'll I, say, I, we'll save it for another time. Um, Sean, man, I love you, brother. You are, you are such a pivotal person in this movement. And uh, I definitely will stand the line and hold my ground standing right next to you. Uh, like I said, we don't agree on everything, but I fucking love you. And you are my brother in this movement. Why don't you let everybody know uh, what it is that you're doing and uh, how, how they can check you out. Likewise, man. Appreciate you having me. Like always, man. It's always mad love. You know what I mean? Uh, you can follow me everywhere. Kill the Mockingbirds, Telegram, Instagram. I don't have Twitter. I have Gab, but I'm never on it. Uh, you can follow me on all the streaming services of podcasts that have uh, it's Kill the Mockingbirds. And then just check out the music. Sean Chris, S-E-A-N-C-H-R-I-S. I got my uh, EP, Dystopian Paradise. Check out Mockingbird Massacre. And yeah, just uh, wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up. <laughs> you know, I, I love it, man. And and for any of my listeners that has not checked out that EP, it's fucking amazing. He has like, he has the most patriotic songs and he doesn't even claim to be a patriotic fighter. He's just a truther. I love so, America. I hate the government. Right. <laughs> No, we won't comply. They want to lock us up and see the parties outside. Love it, brother. Your fucking album is so dope. QD, you came, you killed, you fucking cut scalps. You, you, you murdered it once again. So I, I'm just going to have to say that you're going to be a regular guest because you're more than welcome to come on. Whenever you have anything that you want to talk about, some whatever it is, you're more than welcome on White Rabbit. We love you here. And uh, why don't you let everybody know what it is you do and where they can find you doing it? Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that, Fran. It's always a pleasure speaking with you. And Chris, thank you very much for your perspective on a lot of things. I always love interacting with any truther around the world, regardless of whether, you know, they're for MAGA or for Q, whatever. In fact, yes, we are all, all, all in the same fight together. Well, you know what? When I first started doing this, I just wanted to inspire people to wake the fuck up and to understand their power, to understand how strong we truly are when we all stand together and that we're all getting screwed by the same system. But of course, you know, censorship here and there is a bitch, but that's okay because I'm not going anywhere. You can find me at textqd17 on Instagram. I have links to my Telegram channel as well as my two other backup accounts because real friends know that a backup is always needed. And sometimes <laughs> a backup is not a backup. But right. you know what? Stay vigilant, stay strapped, and most importantly, stay free. I love it. Thank you guys so much for blessing White Rabbit. And uh, next, be sure to tune in. We have Alan Jacoby from the Great Divide podcast and James from We the People Radio. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and keep digging down those rabbit holes.
There's a lot of opinions floating around these days. And I got my own. You know? They may not be publicly acceptable, they may get me canceled. But it's my goddamn American right to speak them. And if you got a problem with that, suck my dick. In a world made for the weak, the meek, the beta males and the sheep. Too soft for debate. If they don't agree, then they just block and try to censor whatever you speak. Only like minds on the timeline that they see. They anti this and anti that. So close minded, really, they just anti facts. And you can show them the proof. But if it doesn't all align with their views that they've been programmed with from the news, then they don't want to hear it or even fucking be near it. See, the truth is too much for their spirit. That's why they fear it. They try to tell me no, but fuck it, I'ma say it anyway. I've been waiting for the government to kill me any day. What the fuck? I'm not important enough? Must I talk about the vax? How they poisoning us? Or the Vatican and all the little boys that they touch? I'm not scared. Shit, it's not like I'm avoiding this stuff. Yeah, the First Amendment still lives on through me. And certain other motherfuckers who ain't on TV. We the last dinosaurs alive in AD. When we're gone, then you'll really know that freedom ain't free. But if everybody got to showing some balls, these agendas they've been pushing would be slow to a crawl. But y'all so fucking soft, obeying and going along. Sitting there triggered over a song. I know the type. Got a black. Black Lives Matter sign on the front porch Never had a black person in the house Yeah, it's time to call them out Virtue signal motherfuckers ain't about shit They just running at the mouth With these pre-programmed points of view And these ludicrous facts Asian hate, stop acting like you knew about that If you need a safe space, there's some room in the back With fresh vaginal wipes you could use while I rap Pussy, yeah, it helps them all sleep at night Know when they signed a petition for equal rights for transgenders Talking like it's their fight When in reality they never met one in their life They don't donate or actually do nothing about it They just sit there sipping Mountain Dew on their couches While they clapping for each other and circle jerking themselves Applaud the loss of freedom and cancel those who rebel And I'm the bad guy cause I'm white and not gay Which means that I'm a bigot and discredits what I say But uh, I'd rather have some toxic masculinity Than have an inner bitch in me bitch so suck a dick of three See the algorithms keeping you lost And now you're caught in an echo chamber of your own thoughts Let me talk while I can and speak to all my supporters Before there's lawyers, threats, and gag orders Cause nowadays that's the American way With this false administration that has led us astray They want the country to heal, but they don't spell with an A What they mean is to obey and do whatever they say But we tired of that, so when I'm here to rap I got a duty to the people to bring light to the facts Never see a day I'm taking it back If I gave a shit, then I'd use a mask for wiping my ass and when it comes to the shot I don't care if you got it Why you care if I didn't I'm not understanding the logic Shit, it's such a hot topic You can get them in malls I just got my eighth booster Fucking round of applause People scared to say it So they just say nothing instead So let me make myself clear So they don't twist what I said Hell yeah, I'll get the shot With a gun to my head After they pull the trigger And they vaccinate me dead And I ain't no Democrat I ain't no fucking Republican either These motherfucking raw thoughts Citizen of the United States of America, god damn it. Raw thoughts. And I've been seeing where this world's going, where this country's going, it makes me sick. These motherfucking raw thoughts. Fuck the new world order. Take that vaccine and shove it up your ass. Raw thoughts. Oh, y'all thought I was done? Hell no. This is raw thoughts. You know how we do. Line these motherfuckers up. It's time to get to work. 
Where should I start? Joe Biden, I guess. Old Yeller. Shit, I'm honestly surprised he hasn't died on us yet. You ain't a president, dog. Shit, you don't have to pretend. Come on, Joe. We all know that you ain't actually win. Yeah, them puppet strings holding you up. Weak in the Bernies. Dementia really slowing you up. Should we be worried? You're tripping upstairs. Then you're sniffing on hair. Someone go and get this geriatric man a wheelchair. And then you got a son making lots of loot from the Ukraine. And blew it on prostitutes. So I'll snort a line of crack rock off the protective case of on Hunter Biden's laptop, so I'm typing in caps lock like, hi Fauci, I seen that male leak dog, better get a better antivirus called a geek squad, yeah. the king of backtracks, last time I seen that many wrong numbers was me when I failed math class, in Jen Psaki, I'm getting sick of that lion twat fire crotch, always trying to tell me they'll require shots, but if it's shots that they want, I'll let them have it, if they knocking on my door, checking my vaccine status, Andrew Cuomo, grabbing asses like the old days, still had time to kill more old people than old age, we all hate you, judge and defame you I speak for all Italians, we don't claim you Fuck Injected you. Rachel Maddow with a fatal strain of mad cow Walked her up a massive flight of steps and kicked her back down See your news come out, make me wanna smack the dick Right out of Anderson Cooper's mouth So ask your senator to pass me the AstraZeneca Vax Your relative's dad, go and jab your stepmother rap And testing your ass when you have a temperature shit We going nuts, don't vax the messenger Like Kamala Harris and Guantanamo Barrick She's incarcerated so many people, I think it merits Leaving her there to rot She deserving of it either way Just be sure you don't forget to go and throw the key away Now you can call me insane But Ted Cruz is actually growing on me Wait, let me explain Shot-wise, he's been freedom of choice While also fighting for the First Amendment Which I need for my voice to get out So no matter how bad that I wanna hate I give credit where it's due I know it's a hot take But before I'm off the subject, wait You still ugly, shit Arya Stark won't even wear your face I'll impregnate my Linda Gates, she said my dick was great I said shut up bitch, get back in the kitchen Fill my dinner plate Then I liquidated Bill's estate Blew her house up with them in them, let them incinerate Gathered up their ashes and slipped them into some vaxes The FDA approved it and shipped it off to the masses Had some side effects, but they ain't worry about that shit Long as I ain't tell no one and pay my taxes Get your vaccine, shoot up like 15 And don't forget to go collect your free Krispy Kreme Go and get tested for fun to get a swab high Cause there's nothing quite like huffing ethanol oxide And Zuckerberg will try to censor my words Jack Dorsey shadow banning This revenge of the nerds New rules trying to regulate life as it was More mandates than gay night at the club So I'm sorry that I had to come and stop the show Before we all need a motherfucking shot to go Anywhere So someone had to come and rock the boat And say shit that even Tom McDonald won't and I'm just one guy with the balls to say what I see Even if I sound off a ways All I know is that we're way too lost to save At this point, I could write our raw thoughts a day Shit, but these are my opinions And I'm allowed to speak them You wanna get the shot? Do you? It's called freedom You don't? Then you don't Stop forcing vaccinating Cause to me, that's like pushing pork belly on a vegan I mean it Disagree with my views, that's all fine I respect you for yours Respect me for mine We don't gotta draw a line in the sand or nothing Just respect Respect the motherfucker that'll stand for something So keep watching the news and keep trusting the numbers I'll keep digging for truth and tell them what I discover As they cancel motherfuckers just for raising their hand I'll pull my megaphone out and get to taking a stand Raw thoughts All I'm saying Is you gotta uh, uh, what's it called? You got to have money and make it look good. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, don't look half ass when you look even worse. Like where you're like, dude, you are 
it's very bad on you. You should have stuck where you were at. Now you just look really, really horrible. And I'm not trying to be mean, but it's just the facts. So get your money together and get that real surgery or don't do it. <laughs> you know what? I totally agree with you, man, because it's kind of like, don't half-ass this. I'm saying, <laughs> like, shave that Adam's apple. <laughs> man, you better reconstruct your whole face. Like, I'm just saying, because people do it and you're like, whoa, like, and then they're not mad at me because I'm like, whoa, what's that? And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? You came at me. Like, what? I'm supposed to react like. What the fuck Fred Flintstone in a wig is going to be like, you know, kind of <laughs> offsetting to me. It's something that I have to adjust. My eyes are like, hey, maybe I'm really stoned right now. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like, or I drank a little too much. Like, eh. I can't. I can't. But no, you're you're right. You're right. Um, I don't have a problem. You do whatever you feel that is the best for you to do. 100%. However, however, don't ask me to participate in your fantasy or your false sense of reality. No, don't change oh. my language. That's why I tell people, I'm like, man, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I really don't give a shit. But I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You're not going to say like, oh, there's this. Because I always tell people, I'm like, okay, how come this whole thing is like uh, gender is a social construct, right? Then I'm like, so is race. Then why are we focus on race then? Why are we even talk about race then? Isn't it the same thing? And they're like, oh, that's different. Oh, now it's different. Because I brought the same argument, but to something else. And then you don't like it. So then just shut up. Because I can prove to you that race is a social construct and I can prove to you that there's only two genders. It's science. Like I'm not even a religious person. Like it's easy. Like, like we, the birds and the bees, like it go, the, the P goes to the V and then the kid happens. Boom. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's really easy to put together. Like it's, it's logical. If everybody turned like where we couldn't reproduce, you know, gay or whatever only, then what would happen? There would be no reproduce. Like nobody would reproduce. Would no humans. Why do you think they're pushing it then? Obviously, their whole agenda is to depopulate. So that is one of the ways to do it. Well, no, mm -hmm. the whole agenda is to have a small minuscule amount of slaves. Yeah, to, yeah. to run like, yeah, like, you know, like a small, like some people say 500,000. Mm -hmm. I mean, 500 million or 800 million. I mean, I just think that there's always people that are just like, ah, let's just keep pushing this. And then people really believe that they're involved in something that's important and that they're making a difference. And that's the thing is people get lost into these these worlds of where they felt like they, especially during the, the, the whole lockdown, right? A lot of people were loan, maybe were loners and they found themselves, wow, now I can, uh, you know, express myself on TikTok or whatever, say, say whatever, social media. And people were listening because there was such an audience and people were tired of listening to the news. People were tired of listening to like watching TV. So they were more glued to social media. And then people started getting into groups and it started dividing. Like, like I'm with this, I'm with that. And then we got echo chambers where people are just like, and this is where we're at now. Like, and then people really believe that like there's multiple genders. Like they think that like, I'm like, dude, like you can't literally like, you're saying 14 things before you say your name. You're like, hi, I'm a nine, a non-binary da, 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 vampire fucking suck. Like all these crazy like and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm thinking it's a skit, right? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just old. Like, I'm so you're to get like old. yeah, yeah, yeah. You funny, you funny. Wait, what? You serious? Oh, shit. OK, you really believe this shit. OK, continue. 